I think when that happened, I realized how much I didn't forgive him. Um, even though for a long time, I thought I did. Mm. Because even though I made the first step towards forgiveness and opened up the space for him to meet our son, there was still so much that I needed to work on. Ladies, 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 welcome to Linking Arms. I'm your hostess, Nadine McGowan. This podcast is by Purposeful Living Inc., which is a nonprofit that exists to serve the modern woman. We define the modern woman as the woman who looks like she has it all together, but behind closed doors, she's hurting, searching, or lonely. We're here to talk about real things with real women, to heal, to grow, to inspire, encourage, empower you to be the woman you are created to be. We are so glad you're here. Let's get started. Welcome to 2022. It's a new year. And the theme of the month is forgiveness. And I'm here with Brie Downs. Let's dive in. All right. That sounds good. I'm I'm really excited to talk about forgiveness um, because a lot of times I feel like when we hear forgiveness, um, just as a society, and I think sharing our experiences, a lot of times it's looked at kind of as a race and a finish line. Like once you forgive, you always hear like how hard it is to get to forgiveness. And then once they pass that finish line where they're like, yes, I finally forgave myself or this situation or this person, then it's done. It's completed and I move on. And I don't think that's the case a lot of times. I think a lot of times it's a continuous race. There's continuous milestones and uh, finish lines that you go through. And, it, you know, and it's not a race. Of course, you go at your own speed. But I think the idea that, well, once I choose to forgive this person, then I'm done. I move on from the situation. I heal and I'm good. And I just a lot of times I don't think that's true. Man, that's such a good point. You know, forgiveness isn't a one and done. It really isn't. It is this continuous choice. It's this continuous lifestyle, truly. And I'm excited to talk about forgiveness because I know how important it is to have joy and freedom. I really believe we can't have joy, peace, or freedom if we don't practice forgiveness. And forgiveness is something that isn't really talked about that much, uh, but it's something that is such a staple. It's such a pillar. It's such a core, um, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but it's like the base to us living our healthiest, best lives and to us being the most effective versions of ourselves, the best versions of ourselves. Definitely. Definitely. So let's talk about your story and kind of what led you to forgiveness and just share with us. Yeah. Um, so in our previous podcast, Um, from shame to freedom. I talked a lot about having my children young and uh, abusive relationships. If you haven't heard it yet, me and my son's father, uh, just a very toxic relationship, ended up being pregnant and there being abuse taking place uh, and us just separating really quick and me going into a shelter. Uh, And through that, I always feel like I can't share that part of my story and leave the rest out because they're the learning of forgiveness than it come until later. And my, um, so after I went to the shelter, I did not hear from him. There was, um, 
charges being pressed and things like that. It was just a very messy situation. And I was, you know, having our son, raising him on my own. Um, and then at a transitional shelter with my newborn son and my older daughter. And through that time, people were just like, okay, we're moving on. You'll never speak to him again. And that was, that was okay. I was fine with that because of how things had taken place. And in the midst of that, he had reached out to me and said that he wanted to meet our son. And of course, my mom, my dad, my family, everyone's like, no. And I think that a lot of times um, when we do meet women who have kids out of wedlock and things happen in that situation, there is a lot of push of like, if that man is not going to be a healthy person, if he's not going to be in the picture a hundred percent, you just move on without him and, and you go about your business. And that was the pressure that I had is that he made this decision. He didn't want your guys' son anymore. And in my heart, I felt like I had, I had to let him meet our son anyways, regardless of what was going on. And I don't want to say that in the facts of like, oh, I forgave him and it was all great. Like it wasn't like that. When I make a decision, one of the things that I try to do is who is going to be hurt more by this situation. So I, of course, at the time had a lot of hurt and I had a lot of anger and pain that I didn't know how to work through. I was like 20 at the time. Um, I was pretty young still and just going through a lot of emotions and feeling like my life had been, you know, just ripped upside down. And one of the things I thought about was, will me allowing him to meet our son hurt me more than it would hurt him if I don't allow him to meet our son? And that is one of the biggest things that I do. And I think just um, coming from a perspective of being tenderhearted and thinking about others is like, it's not always about me. And how is this going to hurt me? It's how is it going to hurt this person? Because at the end of the day, would it bother me a little? Would it make me emotional? Yes. But him never meeting his son would probably tear him up a lot more than me sitting in uncomfortableness for an hour. Um, so long story short, he was able to meet his son a few times, actually. And it was very pleasant when we were together. And it was, there was a healing that took place inside of me that I don't think I was ready for. Um, and I don't think I realized it was happening, but at the same time, I think as many people would agree when we start to heal other things begin to come up. Right. So I had this like, oh, it feels nice to be around him again. And then there's this confusion, you know, of what, what do I do now? Um, so it was a very surface forgiveness, I think. And I allowed him to meet him a few times and then I started noticing that like little red flags that I didn't really care for. And finally I was just like, you know what? I'm done. I don't, I don't want this right now. You got to meet your son a few times. That's great. And I want you to continue working on yourself. We're going to get through this court process. And I, you, you can be a father when you're more ready. Right. And that was, and I was okay with that. I was content with that because I felt like he would be in the picture later on. So about Two years passed since he had met our son. Our son was three now and his father was uh, murdered coming home from work. And that, that was really hard on me because like, I remember just breaking down as if I had just seen him yesterday because it was, it wasn't until for a minute, just to clarify, are you saying the father of your son, like your son's grandpa? No, my son's father. Your son's father. The, your abuser. Mm -hmm. He was murdered 
when your son was three years old. Wow. Okay, keep going. I just wanted to make sure that was clarified. Definitely, definitely. Um, and it was actually, at that time, I, I didn't speak to him. It had been two years since we had seen each other in person. Um, and it was just kind of left out there that one day we'll work through it. One day we'll get through these hurdles. And I didn't talk to any of his family. I found out because his oldest son's mother reached out to me. And she was like, I know, I don't know you like that. I know that you guys don't speak, but I feel like you deserve to know because that's still your son's father. And I think when that happened, I realized how much I didn't forgive him. Um, even though for a long time, I thought I did. Mm. Because even though I made the first step towards forgiveness and opened up the space for him to meet our son, there was still so much that I needed to work on. There was so much that I couldn't process. And ultimately, I didn't want to work through at the time because one, it was more comfortable to just have that surface level of like, I'm healed. I forgave kind of like that finish line we talked about. Like I made it to this forgiveness. I can be around this person without having a mental breakdown and that's okay. And I'm okay with that. Um, and then also feeling like we had time, like I didn't need to forgive right now. I could forgive on that surface level where it felt comfortable, but I didn't need to dive deeper because if I did, it hurt. And I just felt like it would all work itself out. Um, and that day I realized like it's, it's not going to work itself out. And there was so much time that I, I wasted um, because I felt like it would eventually. And I think that there was, gosh, there was just so many lessons, even outside of forgiveness. Um, just really learning to forgive myself in that moment too, because there was so much regret and so much anger and so much just like, why God? Um, and just pressure I put on myself. And I think us as women, definitely, we put pressure on ourselves um, and we don't always know the outcome. Like God is all knowing. We are not all knowing, you know? Wow. Um, there's just so much that you shared there. Number one, I just have to pause and acknowledge your loss and your son's loss. Um, you know, regardless of what the relationship looked like, that there's still a loss, especially with the way um, he passed on. You know, it's, it's a violent thing versus a peaceful thing. So I just want to acknowledge that. And then I also, you know, there was just so many things that you said that stood out to me. Uh, the first one that you said is, as we start to heal, more layers are revealed. And mm -hmm. I, I, I want to make sure to point that out because that's so true. You know, we start on this healing journey and then we think we are going to arrive. And then it's like, oh, wait, there's more. Oh, and it's like peeling an onion there's just more and more and more and more layers. But the more work we do, the, 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 the more healing we get, the healthier we become. So it is not a negative, it is a beautiful, positive thing to get to the core of our healing. Definitely. The other thing um, that you said is the surface level healing or the surface level forgiveness, and that might work for a season, but if, if we stay on that surface level, it's going to catch up to us, right? Like any unforgiveness we hold in our heart, any, anything, any trauma that we haven't worked through to heal, it will peak its ugly head and it will come out. And so I think it's really important that we acknowledge that and that we take time for forgiveness 
you know, and that you said something, you kind of just pass right by it. But I think there's also this forgiveness of self that we need to work through and this forgiveness of God that we need to work through trusting that he sees the big picture, that there is a big picture, that his ways are higher than our ways and that he is trustworthy and really working through the forgiveness that we need to work through with him to truly have full healing. Definitely. And not questioning God. That was huge in the beginning. There were so many questions I had. Um, And just not living with regret as well. I think forgiveness and regret are really close relatives because a lot of times when we don't give ourselves the opportunity or the time to heal and to forgive, we live with that regret later. And I, I went through many seasons of that after his dad's passing of feeling all these different emotions and these regrets, you know, with things that um, were outwardly happening, but also regret within myself in the way that I felt I didn't forgive quick enough. I didn't heal quick enough. And at the end of the day, I, I did the best with what I could with what I knew at the time. And I think a lot of times we do that, but we don't give ourselves the grace and the acceptance that's that that's what we were doing. Yes. That makes so much sense. Yes. And I agree with that. Um, I want to go back to like, we're all doing our best with what we have. And I just want to shine a light on that and just pause here, ladies, and just say, I don't know what you've been through. I don't know what's happened to you or what you've done, but you are doing your best and having grace for yourself and for others is a big step of that. Having the willingness to forgive is, is a huge step. And then more is revealed, you know? And so I want to kind of dig in a little bit with forgiveness. And I want to talk about how does unforgiveness affect us? Like, how does that show up in our life? And, and why do we want to pursue forgiveness? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it shows up in just a feeling of not being content. When you are not forgiving someone, there is a peace in you that just can't reach that full level of peace. Yes. And there is almost not even, not even a bitterness sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't even show up um, that aggressively. But when you're not forgiving, there's a piece of you that can't fully relax and can't fully move on and grow to the next thing. So if you're listening and there's something that you're like, well, I haven't forgiven this situation or this person, but it's not negatively affecting me because I don't feel angry when I think about it, or it's not actively causing me issues right now, that does not mean that it's not, um, holding you back from something greater, holding you back from a greater peace. Because if you're thinking of it right now while we're talking about it, it's a great cue that there's something that you have not, maybe you surface level forgave and healed from, but you didn't go as deep as you needed to. That's good. That's really good. And you're right. It's that bitterness, that lack of peace, that resentment, right? Yeah. Um, so then how do we forgive? What, what does that look like even? Cause sometimes it's like, okay, I'll forgive, but what does that mean? How does that look? You know? And so I would love to hear just maybe some of the work that you've done to pursue forgiveness. Definitely. Um, for me, it was being honest with my feelings and my thoughts, even when no one else agreed with them, or I felt like I would be judged by them. Um, forgiveness is messy. 
it is not, <laughs> it's not something that we do and it's, it all feels great. It hurts. And I think you learn more about yourself when you're trying to forgive somebody else or a situation. Um, because you realize these things that bothered you that maybe you looked past. So the biggest thing I did was just honestly allowing myself the time to just sit in my feelings, to feel those feelings, to be emotional and be okay with being emotional. Sometimes you're going to wake up and you're going to be a hot mess for a little bit, but that doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. That doesn't mean you're moving backwards. That means you're working through the tough things and you're not lying to yourself. You're not trying to force yourself to just well, move on from this because we're working on forgiveness. No, feeling these things that don't feel good is a part of that forgiveness. Because you have to feel it to heal it, right? You need to walk through it to release it, right? Exactly. The more you resist it, the more it's going to keep chasing you. But the more you make peace with it and you look at it and you see the truth, the truth will set you free, right? So when you can sit in the truth and feel it and acknowledge it and experience it, however messy it is or however much it might hurt, that's how you're really going to be able to release it and have that freedom. Definitely. That's and so also good. Giving yourself times of rest too. You know, I, I totally, I love that. Like, that's like my quote for life. It's like, you have to feel it to heal it. Like you just have to, but also being patient with yourself, giving yourself grace, kind of like we talked about earlier. There were some days where I was just so emotional after what had happened. I couldn't, I could not forgive myself in those moments. I just couldn't. And in those moments, I had to take care of myself. I had to be patient with myself. Um, and also being cautious about who are you letting into that time when you are feeling vulnerable, when you are feeling emotional, when you are feeling um, in a state that you're already just not in a good place. Uh, and I think, you know, especially in my situation, there were many people that had very strong beliefs. Um, and this guy's to blame or you're to blame, you know, there's, there's blame placed when we talk about forgiving and I'm sure there are people listening right now, um, who are having trouble with family members. That is a huge, huge piece where we have to forgive it's family members. And when that happens, there are people that take sides. And so it's being cautious of who am I telling, who is feeding information into me and I stay neutral in the situation. Like, am I truly forgiving this person? Or am I just telling myself I'm going to forgive and move on? Does that make sense? Yes, yes. And you know, that that goes back to, there's different ways to process through it, right? Like, so speaking with somebody who is healthy, who can listen and attune and validate and not feed the toxicity, but help you stay healthy and help you release it and move forward, make progress, move in a positive direction. By the way, that's why our coaching program exists. So there's stuff that you need to work through with forgiveness. We have free coaches available reach out on our website, get plugged into community. That is such a great way. You know, working with a therapist is another really great way to process through it verbally. Journaling, writing it out, you know, sitting and asking, where do I need to forgive? What do I need to forgive? And, and, and taking it and having a conversation with God or, you know, like there's just so many different ways. But I think the biggest thing is just taking the time. It's the intentionality. It's that I'm committed to healing. I want to be the best, healthiest version of myself. And I know I need to forgive in order to do that. And here are the people or here are the situations 
that need to happen, that that needs to happen with. So um, there's a verse here that you had referenced to me earlier that I want to point out, which is Ephesians 4.32. And it says, instead, be actually, I'm going to do 4.31 and 32. Uh, it says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. And then 32 says, instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. We have been forgiven and we are called to forgive one another. And in your case, Bree, you didn't know that you weren't going to have another opportunity. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. You never know when it's somebody's time. So That's let's not sit in it. Let's not Definitely. sit in the bitterness. Let's not hold on to it. Let's pers let's pursue forgiveness. Definitely. It it hurts. It hurts more to essentially run out of that time to forgive somebody and to move on and to heal. Uh, and that's why I feel like sharing this portion of my journey is so important because that hurt me more than so much in my life that I've had to work through. And it was something that was so internal. And it's just, if anybody is listening and you're holding on to something and it feels too painful to work through, if it feels better to choose comfort over full forgiveness, like I just encourage you to challenge that mindset and to step out of that comfortability because it may be comfortable now, but you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen with that person, with that situation, how it's going to affect you later on. Like I would not wish it on my worst enemy to get to a point of not being able to take back things, to not be able to fix things because you waited. And so like, I just encourage you to find that time to find um, really the purpose. <clears throat> like, why am I forgiving this person? It, yes, it's for them, but it's also for you. And it's, it's being tenderhearted, as that verse said. Like, God does not call us to hate people. He doesn't call us to hold on to things in our hearts. Like, there are, we, we go through, just as humans in life, we go through painful things. That is a part of life. And it's not to hold on to those things and to bear those things forever. It's to learn from those things. And you can still love somebody from a distance. You can still forgive somebody and not go back into unhealthy or toxic situations. And I just, I encourage anyone listening to take the time and to forgive the things that you feel like I really don't need to forgive because you do, <laughs> you do. Because I thought for very long that I, my surface forgiveness was good enough and that I did my good deed and I did my good thing and I checked it off and I didn't hurt him. I didn't hurt myself. So I was in the green. I was not in the green. And we just have to challenge those mindsets. That's excellent. And two things that I want to just point out that you shared. Um, you, one of the things is you made me think of the quote that I'm sure many of you heard, and that is unforgiveness is like taking poison and expecting the other person to die, right? It's just like when we hold on to unforgiveness, it actually hurts us. So when we forgive, I personally, I don't forgive because I'm so kind and I'm so thoughtful. I forgive because out of like this 
almost like selfishness of like, no, I just want to be at my best. And so I must forgive or else it's going to hurt me as a mom. It's going to hurt me as a wife. It's going to hurt me as a leader. It's going to hurt me, you know, as a woman. And so I, I want to forgive so I can be my best. So I love that you pointed that out. The other thing, gosh, that you said that I just think is so important is that forgiveness isn't about going back and taking the same abuse right? So forgiveness is actually the opposite. It's about releasing. And so I I think sometimes as women, we get confused and we think, oh, I'm going to forgive as an example, my abuser. And that means I go back to receiving the same abuse. That is not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is this release of they owe me, or I am blaming them for my victimization. It's this letting them go uh, from, from owing you anything for what they've done. It's a release. I don't know if that made sense, but it makes sense in my head. So no. um, with that, I want to challenge you ladies with a couple of things and then Brie, I'll wrap it. I'll let you wrap it, wrap us up today. So ladies, I just, what my challenge to you and my invitation to you is, is just to take a minute to take a pause. I say taking a pause a lot because I just think in this world, we need it. And just check in with your heart. Are you holding on to resentment? Are you holding on to bitterness, to unforgiveness? Maybe it's a fresh wound. Maybe it's an old wound. Pause. Pray about it. Think about it. Look for it. And then are you willing to release it? Are you willing to forgive? So that's the second, I guess, invitation is like the willingness. Are you willing? Is it time for you? And when it is, get to work, take the time, be intentional, carve out space. Maybe you schedule a date with yourself. I used to do that. And I still do that when I go through certain moments where I have forgiveness time and I have healing time set in my schedule because it's important. That's awesome. It helps. (laughs) In fact, so- Definitely. A community that is going to be honest with you, that's going to love you, that can listen and not judge and not take sides, but just to be there. And sometimes it is just being a soundboard for you because like for me, I'm an external processor. I need to talk these things through. If I say it all in my head, I'm going to drive myself crazy and I'm not going to heal. So learning and recognizing how do I heal? How do I forgive? Because we all do it differently. Uh, And just once again, I can't stress this enough, giving yourself grace and not expecting that when I forgive this person, I've crossed the finish line and I'm done and I'm moving on because do not be surprised if something comes up later or a similar situation unfolds in your life. And then you have to go through that forgiveness again. And that's okay. That doesn't mean that you did anything wrong the first time. It just means that you just need to go a little bit deeper. So challenge yourself step out of that comfortableness, step out of this idea that, you know, we hear it all the time. We don't know when tomorrow, when the, you know, our last day is coming. We, you know, it it sounds good. And we hear it so much that it's just like, oh yeah, like I know tomorrow's not promised. Tomorrow is not promised. So if you are holding on to these things, you're living your life, not full in peace and not content. And it may hurt a little bit, and they, like we were just saying, we may need to reach out and find community. We may need to have a date with ourselves and spend time just feeling those things and working through it 
but in the end, it's going to be worth it. And it's never going to be, I'm finished and we're closing the book and leaving. Maybe in smaller situations, but for larger events, for people who are connected to us, like family or um, ex-husbands, anything like that, those people are somehow connected to us. And kind of like you said, we have to forgive them to, to begin forgiving ourselves as well. It's so important. So just take the time and pray about it, journal it, find someone that you can talk to. Um, and don't expect that full healing and forgiveness to happen right away because it's going to be a process. Brie, thank you so much for sharing your story and just engaging in this conversation on forgiveness. Ladies, I pray that you are blessed. We love you and we will talk to you soon. Thank you for spending your time with us today. For more on Purposeful Living Inc., visit our website, purposefullivinginc.org. We offer free coaching, growth groups, events, and have a care team waiting to support you. For more encouragement, you can also find Purposeful Living on your favorite social media platform. Leave a comment, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe. Remember, ladies, you are loved. You are chosen. You are seen. You are valued. You have a purpose and your purpose matters. Talk to you soon. We love you.